Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Let's take a few minutes to talk about the power of Kriyas Yamsuf. In other words, the the nace of Kriyas Yamsuf, which the Yerushalmi calls Gemar Geulasam Shal Yisrael. That's the that's the Gemar of the of the Makos. In fact, the Makah of Chayshech was only six days because the seventh day was saved for Kriyas Yamsuf. It was like the it was the Gemar of the Seder of the Makos. So this this Kriyas Yamsuf is uh, is something that's incredibly incredibly derhayben. It's a very 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 powerful thing, as we'll as we'll show. It's not uh, it's not hiding. One of the first clues that there's something in Kriyas Yamsuf that's that's like beyond the regular normal comprehension of of human beings is that there's no nevuah about it. You're missing something. Something happened after that. Okay, and, and once it happens, so then we have until him, we have an halal, but that there should be something bavarning. Moshe Rabbeinu's been talking, Shemais, Va'era, Boy, and he's going to even say, Oynega Echad, and, and so on. There's so much, so much bavarning going on with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Not Kriyas Yamsuf. Kriyas Yamsuf is another level. Kriyas Yamsuf came in Hashemayim. There's no pre- preparation for it. So I want to just go a little bit into the, into what happened by Kriyas Yamsuf, and maybe even to understand how how we can try to be mischaber, how we can try to connect with that, with that nace. The end of the shira, the very, very end of the shira, Klal Yisrael um, calls out, Hashem yimloich la'elam v'ed. Now, certainly, Kriyas Yamsuf was an opportunity to see the power of Malchus Shemayim. The Rabbani Shalom is the Melech. But it's not like they didn't see that before. Kriyas Yamsa, uh, itself is Megal. They could have said then, Hashem Yimloch, Lioilam Void. There's something in particular that's make them, that they saw Hashem Yimloch, Lioilam Void here. And I want to point out to say Hashem Moloch here, that's a little bit easier. They saw Hashem's Malchus. But something happened by Kriyas Yamsuf that gave them the confidence to say, Hashem Yimloch Lo'elam Voy. They saw Til Achris Ayamim. As we know, Oz Yashir Moshe. Right? They saw Til Achris Ayamim, Til Tchias Amesim. What did they see here? What's in this nace of Kriyas Yamsuf that, that, that brings out this call of Hashem Yimloch Lo'elam Voy? So there's something magnificent about the nace of Kriyas Yamsuf that separate that sets it aside from all the other Nisim. And that is that there's a klal, Rav Hutner wrote about this 
the end of the Pachad Yitzchaks, there is there's a small contrast in the end of each one called the Contrast Rashimas, which is besides for what he wrote for the Sefer, these were were Rashimas, I guess, that they found by him. Now that the Mamari Pachad Yitzchak started to come out, I don't know if all of you are aware of the whole Seder Advarim, but for many many years, Rav Hutner himself wrote the Sefer Pachad Yitzchak. So besides for the Mamorim that he gave, he put together very carefully put together the Svarim of the Pachad Yitzchak. Um, there's a myth out there that Rebetz and David wrote the Svarim of the Pachad Yitzchak. It's a Sheker. It came about because she had a gorgeous handwriting, and when they used to hand out contrasim that were handwritten of the Roshiva's Mamorim, she wrote them. She's the, she transcribed them. But make no mistake, they are of Huttner's words. Um, there's one Pachad Yitzchak from the Sifrei Pachad Yitzchak that's not his direct writing, and that's because when he was hijacked, when he was hijacked, um, um, together with a lot of other Talmidei Chachamim, with Rabbi Ankel Drillman, with the Rafuls, that whole that story, with the Rebetzin, with Rebetzin David, with Rabbi Yenison, they were all hijacked together in the middle, and they, they, the plane was kept in Jordan in the middle of a civil war. So one of the things that happened is that they had with them the entire Ksav of the Pachad Yitzchak of Shavu was ready for print. And it was taken from them. They've put in tremendous kaychah since then over the years to try to get it back. It's hard to imagine that it exists, but they try very hard to get it back. They weren't able to. You could imagine the devastation. So one of the one of the Balabatim in the in Chaim <coughs> moved heaven and earth to uncover every single mimer speech writing that Rav ever said about Torah and about Shavuos, and he put together a Pachad Yitzchak and he gave it as a matana to the Rashiva and he, the Rashiva went over it and they put that out and that's the Shavuos Pachad Yitzchak. A few years ago they started they put out a whole new set. They only have two volumes of the new set. They started to put out Ma'amore Pachad Yitzchak. That's the first time that Ma'amorim that he said were transcribed, Achar Ptirasai, and sent out. It's a totally different Nusach. It's like a different Sefer. It's the same Torah, but it's written completely differently because the way he spoke and the way he wrote were very different. The transcription? It's not a transcription, but it's, a, it's written down. It's like writing down, you know, like, like if you listen to the Mimer and then try to write it down. That's, that's what it is. It's not, it's not in Yiddish. You know, there's a lot of Yiddish words in there that you just can't translate, you know. But, so that's the Ma'amari Pachad Yitzchak. What ended up happening, because in the back of the Pachad Yitzchak, there's a country's Rishimas, so sometimes you could find the actual Mimer that he gave from those Rishimas in the Ma'amari Pachad Yitzchak. And this sugya that I want to mention now, Bekitzer, is one of those things. It's in the country's Rishimas at the end of the Pesach Pachad Yitzchak, and it's also in Ma'amari Samachtes in the Ma'amari Pachad Yitzchak. It's very, very interesting. I want to just point out on Akuda. He says like this. He says, we have a klal. There's a klal that hanes lo yasmid. A nes, when something happens, that's shalei it has to happen with a gvul. There's no such a thing as a permanent nes. There's the Kaddish Baruch who created the world. This is the velt. This is the way he wanted it. And then when he makes a change, when there's a nace and he makes a change, that change has an expiration date. There's no such a thing as a nace that's permanent. And he says, and it makes sense. Because the whole world comes from the Torah. And just like the Torah can't change, the world that's a product of the Torah also can't change. The, Torah, the world is an expression. That, what is the world? The world is the Torah creating a makim for the Kiyama Torah. So just like the Torah is Nitzchi and is not changeable, so too the world. 
So, I, so then how could there be a nase at all? The Tyra can't change. What do you mean? There's a, a Navi could come and he could say that he's being Oikar Dovim and Atayra, Lisbon. What happens if a Navi comes and says he's being Oikar Dovim and Atayra permanently? We throw him out. That's not a Navi. That's a Navi Sheker. But if a Navi comes with with the appropriate rias, like the Gemara says, like the Rambam speak out, the the way a Navi proves himself, and he says that he's, he's that we're going to be oiker, like Elio did by Hara Carmel, and he says he's going to be oiker davar menatayra lizman. So that is part of the fabric of the Torah that that's allowed, and the mele in the velt, which is a reflection of the Torah. Also, you can have a shinoyateva lizman. Those are the rules. If so, he says lechayra. Kriyas Yamsuf was an exception to that rule. Because you find by Kriyas Yamsuf that after they crossed the Yam, there was a whole Misa of ending the of ending the uh, the, 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 the nace. You don't find this anywhere. Even by the Makas and Mitzrayim where he says, you know, give me a day, his spiralai but Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't have to go do a Maisa to end the Makkah. As if the Makkah would have stayed that way. There's an expiration date. You could set the expiration date to the Makkah. But if you look by reveal Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem el Moshe, Neteyes Yodcha alayom, V'yoshuvu hamayim al-Mitzrayim al-Rikhboi v'yal-Poroshev. Where do you ever see that? You have a Maisa to create the Nes, and then you have Nacha Maisa to remove the Nes. What would that, that means? What is that telling us? That had Moshe Rabbeinu not done that Maisa, till today, Kriyas Yamsuf would be 12 rows of dry flowing water, whatever that means, right? Neid Noizlim, right? Flowing solid, whatever. However, however we, it's, not a, it's not a concept we can wrap our heads around. And that's the way it would be. Because it took a Maisa to be Oiker the Nais, to end the Nais. How could that be? That means that the nace, Bismanoi, was a nace, that that was a change in the fabric of the world, that if, that if, if, not, for that, if not for the fact that Maishu Rabbeinu changed it, it would have stayed that way. What's the pshat? So there's many layers to this, but the first layer, which is what I, I want to talk about tonight, the first layer, he says, is that no, there is a change that comes in the Torah. The Torah does change. Chazal tell us that Bimaisa Mashiach, Bizman Asid Lavoy, the Pasuk says, Torah Chadasha Me'iti Teitze. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that there's a new Torah Chalila, but it means that our Havana and our Hasaga of Torah will be so transformed in its oimek and its Havana and its Reichev that like Torah Chadasha Me'iti Teitze, we're not learning a new Torah. I'll talk a little bit more about the Hasaga soon, but, but, but that's, that's the change that it says. And I, the, what, what, did, what did we say before that Hestaka uh, by Raisu Bara Alma? Hitaka says also, the Psokim, I think in Yeshaya, talk about Ha'oretz Ha'chadah, Ha'shamayim Ha'chadashim, Ha'oretz Ha'chadasha, that's going to exist, La'asid Lavoi. There's going to be a Hishadshus in the whole world, La'asid Lavoi, which is a reflection of the Hishadshus in the Torah that's going to happen, La'asid Lavoi. Says Rav when a nace happened, that Klal Yisrael were Margish, 
And let's understand that they were margish everything then, right? They saw, they saw everything. And they were margish that the change here wasn't a change within the Bria. He says so, so powerfully in his own writings, um, he says that a nace is chayreg. Chayreg means like an aberration. Is that a word? An aberration, right? It's like it's like a, a it's it's an exception. It doesn't fit into the seder. Something that's chayreg. He says kriyas yamsuf is chayreg from the chariga. It's an exception to the exception. Nisim are an exception to the seder ha'olam. Kriyas yamsuf is an exception to the exceptions to the seder ha'olam. It's a new seder ha'olam. Klal Yisrael understood that what they were witnessing was a me'ain, a taste, a glimpse into the world of Taira Chadasha Me'iti That's what they were. That's what they were perceiving. Memela, the response, the song that they sang, is Hashem Yimloich La'Olam Vaid, because they had witnessed that Olam Vaid. That malchus shemayim that's going to exist, they had witnessed at that time. So that's the expression of Hashem Yimlech Le'olam Vod that they said at that time. I think, I'm going to move on to something else, but just this ha'ara, first of all, just two points that I think are very important. First of all, the maturity of understanding how Nisim work is a, it's just, it's just a maturity. But besides for that, It's unavoidable that the the sense that we're heading into a Shabbos that's uh the Mashiach Dika Shabbos. It's an Asad Lave Dika Shabbos. Kriyasiamsuf is a moment of Asad Lave in our history. No wonder listen to the words of the Yerushalmi, that Kriyasiamsuf is Gmar Ulasam. You hear it? It's the Gmar Ulasam, but it's also Gmar Ulasam. It's also the the Saifiya it's also the end of the end of times. That's what Kriyas Yamsuf is a, is a prelude to. Let's go in a little deeper. Just into the 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 Giluyim of Kriyas Yamsuf. You know, there was a uh, there was an Atzeres Tefillah tonight. Are you aware of that? There was an Atzeres Tefillah tonight. The uh, because of the tremendous retzach, the tremendous uh, massacre of soldiers that happened yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Revelu um, Brudni spoke, and there was a, a big Amiras Tehillim. When you when you hear again and again, day after day after day, about young kids. It's just a crazy thing. My my kids are that age. My Talmidim are that age. That are being killed day by day. This was a this was an explosion of, of people killed. But it's just a, one of the things that jumps out at you is that every single one of these young people <coughs> is an oilam of potential that's lost. I'm not just talking about those of them that are B'nai Tairo, those that are Shaimer Tairo Mitzvahs. Even those that aren't, there's a potential world of being Shaimer Tairo Mitzvahs that they may have come across had they stuck around. They never said a Kriyashma, they never kept a Shabbos. And they had to go back to Hashem without having kept a Shabbos. Maybe had they stuck around, we could have brought them, could have brought them in. 
as, we, as so many do. There's a sense of koiches that go for nothing. I, 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 I think this came up here in this year a couple of weeks ago, this Indian. I, I'm not sure if it came up in Igea to this, but a, a bunch of weeks ago, I, I spoke on a Friday morning by the Agudah Convention about Talmud Torah. So they, they asked me to speak about Talmud Torah based Tzara. I didn't want to speak about that. I said, okay. And I was with somebody else. We, like, we, we were both like, on a panel. So I said, you speak about the Ace Tzara. I just want to speak about Talmud Torah. And one of the things that came up afterwards that they were asking questions about was about the role of women in Talmud Torah. So... I talked about that a little bit, but what I wanted to talk about, sometimes I feel like it's, it's left to me to talk about the uncomfortable stuff. What I wanted to talk about was the Le'olenu, the thousands of women in Klal Yisrael who went to Beis Yaakov and who grew up with one goal in their minds, and that is that they should have husbands that are learning Torah. That's, that's what they want. They want to have husbands that are learning Torah. They want to have children that are learning Torah. That's what they want. And then they get married they have children and it doesn't work out that way and they cry I know because Rabbanim get those calls sometimes and they cry and they daven and their husband doesn't learn Torah you know Baruch Hashem I'm sitting here in a room of people that come at night to learn Torah but, but some people don't or their children are not holding by being in yeshiva they're not holding strong they're not uh, they're not going in the way that, that we daven our children should go and you wonder to yourself, what happens to all of those tefillahs and she'ifahs and gaguim and ritzainahs? These women gave their whole lives, that since they're second grade, they're, they're learning about this idea that they're going to be a support for a husband and for a child to learn Torah, and, and it's just, just a waste. So I felt like I wanted to address it. I didn't give any philosophical explanations. It wasn't the time for it. I just brought up that there are women like that. And that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a cheshbed for every ounce of gaguim that a person has. There's a makim for it. There's a, I don't know the answers, but there's a makim for it. Nothing, nothing in the she'ifas and gaguim of a yid goes to waste. All of ours, I, had things been different, I would have that part of our lives. The Rav has a place for that also. And I want to bring out something Benagea now to Kriyas Yamsuf. Rabbi Yainusen once told us um, about the um, the four hundred children the Gemara and Gittin talks about that were being uh, that was sailing to to Rome for uh, for Znus purposes, and these children were makir that they were being sent to Rome for immoral purposes, and they were machla to jump off to jump off the boat and kill themselves, and they asked Hagadol Shabahem, they asked. Um, you know, ma onu Will we go to Olam Haba? And the the Gadol Shabahem, you know, the 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 Gadol Shabahem of the children, answered with a pasuk, Ashiv mi mitzula isyam, some lashon pasuk like that, that 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 I, I will bring back from the depths of the Yam. In other words, that uh, even though you're killing yourselves in the mitzula isyam, Hakadosh Baruch says, I'm going to take you back. And they, they, they jumped off. Rabbi Anderson said that the Lushan of the Kinnis, when we say in Kinnis on Tisha B'av, when we mention this Misa, 
we say Sharu Ke'al Yam. That's the Lashon of the Kina. That they sang like by the Yamsaf. Imagine, it's hard to say. These children are jumping off a ship. The parents aren't with them. They're jumping off a ship and killing themselves. The Shem Shamayim. And they're having a kumzitz, like the Shiras Hayam of this week's parsha. Sharu Ke'al Yam. Afleibafel. Said Rabbi Yannison, the Makaina in the Baal Hakina is not Stam writing poetry. When he says Sharu Ka'al Yam, there's a reason that he said Sharu Ka'al Yam. Because on the Yam, by the Yam, the Yam, the Yam, this way I think we mentioned a few weeks ago, the Yam is the place, the Cholhatai Rakula, that the things that are completely lost are in the Yam. Avuda Mimenu Mikol Adam. The Mitzula is Yam. Right? Throw it liyam agado, right? You know, like that's that's the the lushin in kolashas of something that's completely lost. Avudam imenu mikoladam is something that's thrown into the yam. And he says what these children were asking when they said ma onu was our kasha that we just asked about these soldiers. They were saying to the to the gadol shabahem, they were saying each one of us was going to learn Torah. Was going to raise a family. Was going to have doire doires of children, grandchildren, great grandchildren. Where's that all going to go? Like, where's our place in the in the world of Malchus Shemayim? To which Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave the siyata deshmaya to this gadol shabahem to answer that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has a cheshbon. Like I said by that tashir, and I, I took it from here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a cheshben for every lost potential, for every rotzain that doesn't have a makam chalais, for every I wish that we couldn't do, the Rebbein has a cheshben for it. And the Kriyas Yamsuf was a moment that the yam split. They saw the bottom of the yam. They saw the gilui of kol ha-nistorois, ra-sa-shifcha. It's a zman of gilui. It's not just a zman of giluyim. It's a zman of gilei of all of that which is in the world of Yediyasa Yisbarach. That's in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world that's beyond our comprehension. They had a sense of Itzmakim and Malchus Shemayim. They understood when they were crossing the Yam, the Toiv and all the Tzaras that hit Klal Yisrael. I'm going to talk quickly because I really want to share this with you. But you know, it says... It says, What did Yechezkel Ben Buzi say? Ma'isa Merkava. Ben Buzi said, Ma'isa Merkava. Ma'isa Merkava. Ma'isa Merkava. Ma'isa famously writes somewhere that Ma'isa Merkava is this retire. We don't know anything about Ma'isa Merkava. But he says, and I always enjoy the cleverness of this, he says, there's one part of Ma'isa Merkava that's not this retire. And that's the words, Ma'isa Merkava. Actually, the word Merkava. Because that's a mission in Chagiga. In Chagiga, we're allowed to learn. He says, the Vart Merkava that we could learn. So he says, B'Kitzer, he says that a Merkava, a chariot, an entourage, is the way an Adam Chashev travels. We know, he says, that travel is Memayit in a person's covered. When you're traveling, nobody knows who you are. So it's Memayit, it's Memayit in your covered. 
When you're in your hometown, so then, oh, Adam knows you. There's a certain covet to that. When you're Mr. Anonymous, so that's a, a mia to your covet. He says the Merkava restores the covet and the makim of e Even Baderech, which is a place that's Mamayat, the covet of the Melech, the Melech travels in a Merkava, or the Gvir, or the, the aristocrat travels in a Merkava. When you see the six white horses and the fancy chariot, you chap that this is a, this is a person of covet. So Merkava, he says, means that which brings back the covet in a place of a lack of covet. Says Rav I don't know what my Merkava is, but I'll tell you what it accomplishes. It answers the kasha of Meshar When you look at a world that seems so empty of Kavit Shemayim, you look at a world where Rishayim rule, where, where Kilkel and Siluf of, of the Ratzin Hashem carries the day with the Pashtas of the world. The Pashtas of the world is a Merida against Malcha Shemayim. And this is the world that we say, it doesn't make sense. Whatever the answer to that is, the Teretz, that's Meturitz in Maisa Merkava. That's Merkava. It's what brings the covet back to the Kasha of Ayei Makayim Kavaydei. Get a pella? Ra'asa Shifcha Alayam Asheloi Ra'a Yechesko Benbuzi. Because the Shifcha Alayam saw every lack of covet, every loss of covet Shamayim, every lack of an ability to bring out my Ratzon Latayv, every Michshel, every Yetzahara, every Misa, every Ptira, every Tzara. What it means that Kolmada Ovid Rachmana Latav Ovid, what does it mean that the Rabban Shalom, everything the Rabban Shalom does is good, not the way we try to tell ourselves that in the end it's good or that it's worth it in the end. That's not what it means. It means that the Ra is really good. Rabbi Yanisa once told us that it says about the, the um, by Kriyas Yamsov, it says, Vayoer es halayla. There wasn't Ur in the Laila. He said, Erot lichtige the night itself became light. That's what Kriyas Yamsuf is. That the ra, the ra that exists, the disappointment, the tsar, the difficulty, that we see the world behind that. The Hashem Yimloch Lo'elam Vo'ed. The Bayoimahu Yiyah Hashem Echod, Ushmai Echod. That's Kulay Hatoi V'hametiv. Like the Gemara says, in the end of Psachim, that's the world that they saw by Kriyas Yamsuf. No wonder, no wonder Kriyas Yamsuf begins with HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling Moshe, Ma What kind of a statement is that? What do you mean? Our omnis is bepeh. We're daveners. What are you saying? Ma So Rashi says, Alai hadavar tali. This is my thing. I'll never forget that lashon of hearing from my Rabbeim. Sizmayna azach. This is my thing. This is, this kriyas yamsuf. That's not regular life. Kriyas Yamsuf is the Rabbeinu Shalaylam's sharing with Klal Yisrael a glimpse into the world of Kulay Taiv. That everything is Lataiv. So let's take, let's take this Shabbos. This is a Shabbos. You know, to go into a Shabbos after a week of hearing about Tsaras. This is a Shabbos. This is a Shabbos of, of, an, of a, a taste of us at Lavai, like we're talking about. It's a sense of us at Lavai. The nace that didn't just change Lazman, but it represents the mitzias of us at Lavai. 
the world of Asad Lavai, where everything will be clear, how everything was Lataif, not just that it was worth it. I always say, like, if you understand what's going to happen in Asad Lavai, then you have no understanding of what's going to happen in Asad Lavai. If you understand how the bad is really good, you don't understand anything. When, you, when you're left with, I don't, I don't understand that, how could you say the bad is good? It doesn't make sense, the bad is bad. How could you say so? No, it's worth it. You'll see in the end, I'll give you a muscle. You work hard. You got muscles. I, I don't care. If you understand it, you know nothing. When you reach a point like it doesn't make sense, the bad is bad. I don't understand how bad could be good. I don't, I, I'm sorry, no matter how many Mishalom you give me, I don't understand what it means that the bad could be good. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, now you got it. Now you got what's going to mean as Galala Asad Lavai. That Dayan Ha'emes will be Taiva Hametiv. Echad. And that's what they experienced in the Yamsuf, and that's the emuna that we bring with us into this Shabbos, and that's the chizuk that we take with us in our own lives. Who doesn't carry disappointments with them? In our own lives, that every rutzah and every tefillah that didn't come out, that didn't come out lemaisa, that ashiv mi that the has a cheshbin for everything. We should be zaychataka to see that day, Be'ezer Hashem. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.